Thanks for having me back. Let's talk Moon first, Dave, because we've seen this pullback in the very exciting growth companies of the past year. What has been your interpretation of the weakness here that's been mounting over the last, call it about a, about a month and a half now? Yeah, so if we look at the year-to-date performance of Moon, still up uh, way way much more than broader benchmarks, whether it's the NASDAQ, Russell 2000, right? However, certainly not going to deny it's been the bear market. Uh, uh, saw a drawdown over the last month or so as investors began to, I think, reevaluate to some of Nicole's point, just how far some of these stocks uh, had run in a short period of time. With that being said, the last couple of days, it's been trying to find its footing along with some of the other more disruptive ETFs focused on innovation. What I do think is happening here is that we are seeing less of a stay-at-home trade versus a reopening trade, more distinction saying, what are people still going to do in the new normal? Right, so you're probably going to get on a plane, but you're not going to stop using social media. Uh, you might uh, Peloton might still be in use compared to going to gyms. So I think we're beginning to see differentiation between this massive bifurcation between either everyone's staying at home or everyone's going to go out uh, because the virus is in the past. When you guys launched this fund uh, at the uh, fourth quarter of last year, uh, around November, late October, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, obviously the comparison, the natural comparison is to the ARK Innovation Fund. And some, the critics of that fund will call it a kind of levered up beta play to equities and, and risk or liquidity overall. Now, for Moon, you're beating ARK on the year off the highs, still technically in a bear market down about 20%. What do you make of that delineation so far to your point here within kind of the broader theme of tech and growth, the difference that we're seeing in some of the stocks in your fund versus the competitors? I think the real distinction here is our fund's just 50 names uh, and it's all small to mid cap. In fact, if you, if you kind of put it in a standard Morningstar screen, about 70% of the fund is all small caps, about 40% is your small growth. And many of those small growth names lean toward micro cap. Uh, and what you're seeing there is some of, the, some of the names that had gotten a lot of attention, uh, like a micro vision was of course involved with that Microsoft contract on the defense side, saw a massive pop uh, after kind of middling around. And there's some of the hydrogen names in the portfolio like fuel cell, plug power. They've had some of their own issues after uh, such, such a strong run up. Um, and I think some of this, again, goes back to the distinction of what themes are going to ma- matter, right? In our fund, it's heavy toward genetic engineering, heavy overweights toward biotech, heavy overweights toward wearables, virtual reality, autonomous vehicles, and things of that nature. Much of that is still going to have long-term staying power. But in the short term, we are definitely seeing investors reevaluate just how much multiple per pay- they're paying for those future earnings. That's a, leads me to my next point, the multiple, right? And how much the weakness in Moon is related to valuation compression in a rising rate environment. How do you view that, Dave, the impact and the effect of the 10-year yields climb on these types of companies? If that's the reason, then if we're going to keep getting better in our economy and yields keep going up, is that going to be a problem for these trades? Well, it's interesting. That's the headline reason, right? Everyone's looking at the 10-year, creeping up to 1.75, and then where does it go from there? If it breaks through, then you're at two. However, these companies are not necessarily raising money in the debt markets anyway. They're certainly longer duration assets, so there is this macro relationship. But I think it's a bit short-sighted just to only be focusing on the 10-year yield when it comes to these smaller micro-cap companies. With that being said, to some of your earlier points in the intro to the show, 
at the end of the day, it's all about uh, one hand, the dollar, and then the relationship to rates from a macro perspective and how that's bleeding through. But I do think after we get past some of this, when we get some greater certainty of exactly just how great some of the data is coming, when we see these inflation numbers, which have not come out yet in the next couple of months, that's where they're coming. I think that's going to kind of change the direction uh, of where some of these names may go, at least from a consolidation standpoint, or seeing kind of a return to some of their outperformance. Okay. All right. So still watching the relationship with rates, inflation as being an important uh, player in this story. Let's switch gears. I want to talk about uh, a fund that you guys recently launched, even uh, more recently than Moon, is HJEN, the Direction Hydrogen ETF. Uh, this is a pretty fun one. Uh, it's off to a pretty rock and rolling start. It debuted around uh, 23 bucks. We're at 26. What do people want to buy a hydrogen for, Dave? Well, here's the, here's the reason why you want to be thinking about hydrogen. It's probably one of the ultimate moonshot industries, but we have a real problem, right? We know energy needs over the next decades are going up 50%. But at the same time, European countries, Asian countries, and now the U.S. is saying we want to be net carbon, carbon neutral by 2050. How does that work? Well, hydrogen as a power source, both from a fuel fuel cell perspective in cars and especially in long road trucking in areas like the U.S. and in China, is really a great way for that. Think about that. You're going to go truck some goods across the country. You're going to put a battery in that. Most of your cargo storage is going to be taken up by the battery that you need to go across the country. With hydrogen, much more efficient, much more effective. We're just starting to see that. With the infrastructure plan that could be coming down the pipe, all, all and many of these companies first and foremost on the fuel cell side and then longer term on sort of the the heating uh, and power side will benefit. So uh, the hydrogen ETF focuses just on those 30 names that are really at the forefront mm. of this revolution toward hydrogen. You know, it's, it's been around hydrogen and many of these names have been around for some time, but now because of the government backing really around the globe, that's why one of the reasons why I think we can still see some of these names after this consolidation um, continue to do well. Do you view this as an area that needs to have policy support? Do we need to be looking through this upcoming infrastructure plan? Do we need to be control effing hydrogen to see if these companies have support from the government or do they have standalone organic growth ability? I think many, many of the names do. Plug Power certainly has, some, uh, has its own kind of standalone organic growth. Uh, some of the smaller names, which kind of provide parts uh, to a name like Plug Power, do. But I will admit, and I do think it's important here, is the macro thesis, particularly the government side, is really, really important to kind of see this propel as an actual industry. So again, I view hydrogen as one of the ultimate moonshot industries. We're just, it's so nascent, it's just beginning. But if we get that support, we're already seeing it in Europe in a big, big way where governments are incentivizing their own governments uh, so in the UK, you know, we're now seeing hydrogen buses and things of that nature. We certainly know that the potential for that, what we're seeing in California, what we're seeing in Texas to some extent, uh, that if we do see this infrastructure plan come into play, hydrogen is going to be a beneficiary of that in a material way.